Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 658 and session number 206 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and I'm going to do it again here today. And I am fired up because the sun is out and it's spring. And I don't know, it's just a great day to be excited because there's a lot of cool things to be excited for. Uh, I mean, we have this amazing opportunity right now. And it kind of just hit me again the other day. I'm like, when I started over 15 years ago, brick and mortar, which today's question comes from someone that was running a brick and mortar store, listened to the podcast, and then from there launched an online business and now is doing awesome and going to share that with you, but also their questions. But it was a lot harder. There wasn't the tools that are available. There wasn't as big of a you know platform out there for us to be able to do this stuff. And now for us to go out there and really be able to target a market, show up, get attention, sell products, have transactions be happening uh, online and with using Amazon as a channel maybe, or your own Shopify store or getting blog traffic or having someone promote one of your Facebook posts like I shared in the last episode and get over a million people that you get to reach on Facebook. Incredible opportunity. So I'm more excited now than ever, even though some would say, yeah, Amazon was easier four years ago. Well, yeah, maybe it was. But whenever something changes like that, it creates more opportunity for the people that want to actually build something and put the time and the effort into. And that's really what I've been preaching here for the past two years now, is that if you can go out there and figure out that market and really know what market you're you're going into and then serving products and getting attention in that market game over like it doesn't matter yes channels are going to change things are going to happen right but that doesn't matter if you know your market where they're hanging out then you just need to get in front of those people and deliver value like bottom line like that is it not that difficult all right, but it's so much easier now than it ever was as far as getting attention in a market so people can be building no like and trust factor in there, which I love, which I've been doing for years, and then eventually sell them something or sell them, some, sell them something right now. And again, I've said this before, I talk all about this in, uh, in my uh, e-commerce business formula book is... You know, so many people are just focusing on that 5% of people that are buying right now. You're missing that whole other 95% of the market that's maybe ready in three months from now or a year from now. We want to be in front of that market all the time, right? And that's the long-term play. And if you get behind that, I'm telling you what, it opens up everything. And then other cool things happen, like I shared in the last episode, 657, about how we were picked up by a major brand that wanted to put money behind one of our posts, actually two of our posts, and generated over a million people that seen it or that showed up in their feeds, and then over 50 plus thousand that have shared it. Crazy, crazy numbers, okay? But it, it's the opportunity that we have. But if you are just looking at, I wanna find the next hot product, yes, that could be risky. It is risky. I don't recommend it. I recommend finding your market and then finding out what they want, what they need, and then Yes, delivering products, also delivering content that they can find and then fall in love with you and your brand, and then you educate them, and then they become raving fans, period. That's what you do, all right? So a little bit of a rant there in the beginning. I wasn't expecting that. It just kind of came, uh, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of share that with you, but all right, so here's the thing. 
If you want to ask a question, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. You can do it over there. You guys know I love hanging out with you guys. And another way that we can hang out, if you haven't heard, is less than six months from now, the time that this is airing, we're having a pretty major event. And it's called Brand Accelerator Live. This is where we're going to be hanging out with over 200 plus entrepreneurs, okay, e-commerce sellers, brand builders, people that are building a future-proof business. Those are the people that are going to be in this room. And I am so fired up for this event. And if you have not grabbed your ticket yet, you might want to. This event was created after someone came up to me, and it wasn't directly after this, but it got me thinking, came up to me and said, Scott, what, what's the next event? I was actually at Seller Summit, I believe. And, and uh, someone came up to me and goes, Scott, what other event would you attend? Like this, this was great and everything, but I want to attend another one. And I said, you know what I would do? I wouldn't go attend another necessarily like Amazon event, like not that Seller Summit is, that's more of an e-commerce one, but so many people want to want to go to an Amazon event, right? I said, here's what I would do. I'd go to a digital marketing event or an event that would teach you more about marketing, about building a brand. Then I got the idea. Maybe we should have our own. Ah, seems like a lot of work. I don't know if I should. Man, what if no one shows up? Like all these self-doubts start creeping in. And then uh, long story short, Kevin Sanderson, good friend of mine now, who's also an e-commerce seller, but also an ex-event planner, he approached me and said, Scott, have you ever thought about doing an event? And I said, actually, I have, but I, you know, I'm not sure really how that whole thing works and don't really know if I want to go down that road. And he's like, I'd be more than willing to help and really take care of it all. So long story short, that's how it all happened. And it's going to be amazing. I've got some great speakers that are going to be there. I also have a reveal that I'm going to be doing there publicly for the very, very first time. And everyone that is attending is going to get access to it for free, and they're going to be the first to hear about it. They're also going to be the ones that are going to help me get it out to the world. Um, so anyway, little teaser there, but uh, it's real, and I'm excited about it. It's a project I've been working on now for over eight months, and uh, it's going to be amazing. Again, another one of those things, a little, little nervous, a little scary, but it's going to help everyone that's attending there and anyone really that's in business in general. Um, but, um, really, really excited about that and, and nervous too. But, uh, but guys, if you have not grabbed a ticket, head over to brandacceleratorlive.com or you can just go to theamazingseller.com forward slash live. And that'll take you to that page. And, um, depending on when you go there, there could be early bird pricing there. There's a couple of different types of tickets, depending on what's available. Um, there's a general admission and then there's also a VIP and there's also two, uh, mastermind groups. That'll be the last day, actually the day after the event, we're going to do one full day with just two groups of 10. And, um, those are, um, you have to be over a certain number to attend those. But anyway, everything is there. Check it out. I would love to hang out with you. And remember, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. There's going to be more than five there that are all like-minded. It's going to be pretty amazing, pretty epic, and I would love for you to join me. All right, so with that all being said, let me give you my thoughts of the week. I kind of already did, but I'm going to do it again. This is something different, though. I actually did a Facebook Live on this topic because it was so important to me, and uh, and it, it was my personal experience, and here's what happened, or here's how this thing came about. The thought is this, waiting sucks, <laughs> pretty much. You know, waiting for results, not fun. 
right? Like you're waiting, you're waiting, you did all the work, you did all the work. Oh, here it goes. We're going to go live. Oh, what's going to break? What's going to work? What's not going to work? Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. It's kind of like this event, right? It's kind of like the anticipation leading up to it. Like, oh my gosh, is it, you know, is it going to be great? You know, is, is everyone going to, going to, you know, get along? Is everybody going to get value? Is every, you know, you're, it's all, it's always the unexpected that can kind of creep in there. So I'm going to turn that stuff off. Right. But here's the example I want to share with you. Some of you know that I've been following along, whether it's on Instagram or on Facebook um, or even here on the podcast. Uh, recently, my wife and I uh, went and we invested in a lake house. And this lake house is going to be, it's going to serve three purposes. It's going to be a rental. So it's going to be a short-term rental, an Airbnb. Um, so I'm going to be renting that out as a luxury um, lake property. Um, and I always, I always like mentioning how that kind of fits perfectly into like niching down. Like Airbnb is like its own thing. Well, you have renting and then you have Airbnb and then you have, in this case, luxury Airbnb and then you have luxury lake property Airbnb, right? So we niched it down. That's how you niche down, guys. Um, so anyway, uh, so we we decided to do it. We're like, we're gonna, we're gonna do it for the Airbnb. We're also gonna do it because we wanna enjoy it. We wanna be able to go up there when it's not being rented and you know on the off seasons or whatever. And then uh, the other thing I'm gonna be using it for is my inner circle meetings, Okay. And then also I'm going to be doing some workshops. They're going to be very, very small, very limited. Um, and it's going to be between five and 10 people that will attend and we'll dive into a specific topic or maybe just a brainstorm, brainstorm, masterminding session, um, and really just building, helping other people build their businesses. Um, kind of like what we do in the inner circle, but it'll be just for like two, three days, something like that. But that's what I'm thinking of doing here with this properties, right? So I had a plan and I'm like, let's do it. So we did it. And then all of a sudden I started realizing all of the inner workings and all of the frustrations. And then now we're, we're doing a full remodel. Uh, so it's, oh my gosh, we're like a month behind and every month that you're off or even days that you're off, you're losing money. Um, so it's a little stressful, but I know that the payoff is going to be there. All right. I know the payoff is going to be there, but I'm learning through this process, but the waiting part of it sucks, but you got to stick it out. You got to stick it out. So for us in our newer brand that I always talk about, and I always say the new brand when it's about 20 months old now, um, that right there is getting some great, great traction, great traction, right? We are looking to sell that for seven figures here uh, in the next 12 months. And we're on track to definitely do that. We're just under that right now if we were to list it, all right? But there's a lot of cool things that have happened in the past, I would say, 12 months, right? We're getting a crap ton of, that's actually a thing too, by the way, a crap ton, a lot of traffic from Google, from other uh, resources like, or assets like Facebook, right? But all these things have, have been built and being built over the past 18 to 20 months. Okay. Email list up over 30,000 subscribers. Uh, then from there, we're getting the organic traffic. Now we have ads turned on, so now we're generating over, we, I just got a screenshot from my partner, Twenty, almost $2,800 from just ad revenue. That's like pure profit too, by the way. Um, affiliate sales, $700 to $1,200 per month. Uh, we have a, a little a digital book that we're offering uh, that leads into an upsell. That's generated over $2,100 um, so far since we've turned that on. All of these things are happening, but we've been patient, right? But we've also been working. We've been putting things in place. And we've been building these assets that are now starting to really pay off. 
I've got a friend of mine who's in one of my masterminds that I belong to, and she has a travel blog, one of the top travel blogs, okay? And she just crossed a million unique visitors to her blog right now, okay? A seven-figure business now, just launched her own physical product on Facebook not that long ago and sold $16,000 in an hour, okay? But she's put in the work. She started this six years ago, okay? So many people are looking for the shiny object. So many people are looking for that, you know, that one product that's going to land them a seven-figure, you know, uh, business, right? Like, is that still possible? Maybe, but it's not long-term, right? Like, could you do that? And then by the time you look, you're, you got 10, you know, competitors coming in and they're copying you. That's why you need to be building a brand. You need to be putting in the work and putting in the time, but the weight kind of sucks, all right, but it's worth it. And if you continually build and, and, and kind of work towards the, the main goal, it will pay off. And you'll learn by doing this through that process. It's actually funny. Uh, someone in my inner circle, um, she had said, um, you know, she's kind of thinking about taking her business and, and kind of pivoting a little bit to another direction. And uh, she said, but I feel so much more confident now because I've learned everything I needed to learn. I can, I can plug that into basically any business or I can reposition this business because now I know from going through this process. And that's a great way to think about it. But so many people don't think about it that way. They're like, oh, I got to start over again. No, you're starting with all of the knowledge that you've gained from going through that experience. All right. So just understand that it's a process. It takes work, but it's worth it. All right. Um, And if you guys, I should probably throw this in here. If you guys are saying to yourself, you know, I just don't know like how that all fits into my business, my brand. How do I build out these external assets and how do I build this external traffic? How do I build this stuff over time? You do need a roadmap. You do need a playbook. I've created one and you can find it by heading over to ecombizbook.com if you haven't grabbed that already. But that lays everything out. It gives you a vision for where you're going to go, but it also validates that you can do it. Because if you don't do that and you get to that point, you're like, well, it doesn't really make sense. I can't really do this. Then you got to either repivot if you can, um, or you got to start over. Okay. So definitely check that out. If you haven't grabbed that, it's a great resource, 52 pages. You can go through it in probably an afternoon. I would recommend printing it out though. So that way there, you can actually create some notes and references and go back to it. Cause there are going to be different parts of your business as you're building it. You're probably going to want to go back to. All right. So check that out. Ecombizbook.com. All right. So now that we got all of that out of the way, which I think is all pretty important stuff, let's go ahead and listen to today's question and then I'll give you my answer, my, my advice, my thoughts. And then from there, you can get rocking and rolling with your weekend. What do you say? Let's do this. Hi, Scott. This is Kate here in Michigan. Thank you so much for all you do. My sister and I have a business together and your podcast literally saved it. In 2016, we thought we were done. We have been brick and mortar since 1994. But after listening to your podcast, decided to take the plunge into the Amazon world. It has been such a blessing. Our story and service is super unique and has been such a challenge for all these years to, air quotes, educate the consumer. Most people don't know anything like this even exists. So here's the question. We want to create another store on Amazon that is similar to what we are already doing, but offers different products for different circumstances. I know, sounds confusing, but we believe that both could feed off the other, 
We're just not sure how to structure it. Any insight would be so greatly appreciated. Thanks, and God bless you and your team. What you are doing truly changes lives. Well, hey there, Kate. Thank you so much for the question, and thank you so much for the kind words. Uh, You don't know what that means to me to hear that you were in a brick-and-mortar situation, right, a brick-and-mortar store, and you were about ready to give up, probably because you've seen that people just weren't walking into brick and mortar as much anymore. And I want anyone listening right now, before I even get into my my answer to the question, anyone that has had a brick and mortar store or has one currently right now, number one, you should be leveraging online sales, like regardless. I don't care if you're a pool company right now, which I have a pool company right here, which I know that he's not selling his products online, which he should. Um, but you you have an advantage because number one, you already have the resources to sell product. You've already done that part of it. And you probably have some type of expertise that you can start to build content and awareness and attention and be the leader and the guide in that market. Uh, and again, I, I use the pool company as an example. I mean, there's so many things that they could be publishing to bring awareness to their business that would lead back to products. I mean, there's a whole bunch, right? And that's what they could be doing. So if you're in brick and mortar and you want to add more to your bottom line, go online, right? And that doesn't mean you got to get rid of the brick and mortar, but it means that you should be leveraging the online space as well. I mean, you really, really, truly should. So, okay, let's uh, let's get into this. So yes, it would probably take a little bit more back and forth to understand the exact situation, but I'm going to give you my thoughts as far as starting a completely new Amazon store or even just another business entity, all right? Number one, whenever whenever you get into that, you got to understand that it is going to complicate things. It's going to create more paperwork, more filing, uh, you know, different, um, you know, different business entities that need to be formed, different checking accounts, like all of that stuff has to be considered. All right. Now, Amazon probably will give you another, uh, you know, another store. Uh, you just have to let them know what you're doing, why you want to create that. Now, if you're saying, well, we, we, you know, we have a brand and the products that we're offering over here aren't a hundred, like, again, if we're using like supplements, let's say that you're a supplement company, but you want to create like a supplement for just pets. And now you want to create a, a separate business entity that just serves the pet market that can work by the way. And then that way there, anyone that buys a product on, you know, your one store could also probably find it on the other. Amazon may have an issue with that because you're kind of listing that product twice. Now it's different if you're like a reseller of that, but it would, again, it would get a little complicated. I also see that focus tends to um, get less on, you know, driving sales to one business or the other, or one usually will take a hit. So I would, I would recommend, again, I don't know the entire situation, but for anyone that is thinking that they want to create two different businesses, two different Amazon accounts, like two of everything, just again, think about that because it's going to be harder to manage, all right? And it's also going to get a little a little odd or a little hard 
if you have the same product just labeled differently on one or the other. Um, so I'm not 100% sure on how this would work for your situation, Kate, but I would lean against that or not for that unless it made like total sense. Like you're creating two separate businesses 100% and they live on their own. If it's just a sub-brand underneath that one brand, then I would just create a sub-brand. I wouldn't create, uh, because then again, uh, you know, if you have a product and you're driving attention to that product, all the reviews on that product are also going to be housed under that one listing. But if you have a product here and a product over there on two different, on two different brands, it's going to take double the work, just like a variation would be, right? If you have a variation and then you drive sales to the variation, even though the red one is selling a lot, the yellow one still shows as it has the reviews from that same listing. So hopefully that makes sense. Uh, but again, all of your energy then is going to be, it's going to be broken up amongst these two different properties. Um, I had someone recently that, that said, Scott, I launched three products over the past three years in three different markets. Should I launch three different websites, three different, uh, you know, Facebook pages, three different, you know, business entities, because I want to keep these things separate because they don't go together. That kind of is what happens when you're just looking at the numbers of a product, right? You're like, oh, this, you know, this water flask uh, or this, uh, what I'm looking at my water thing here, hydro flask, um, this water, you know, bottle or whatever, right? Like this thing, uh, you know, this particular thing sells well. So I'm going to go sell that. And oh, uh, then I'm going to start looking at, I don't know, tripods, and because they're selling really well. And I'm, again, I'm looking around my office here at random things. Uh, so you see what I'm saying? Now, you could be a generic, like we used to call it like the open brand if you wanted to. And then you have all these sub brands. But then if you ever went to sell it, it's not going to be as attractive because it's not dialed into one market. All right. And it's going to be then hard to to separate that. So if you if you said, "Oh, I'm just going to sell the, you know, the tripod and the camera accessory uh part of the brand and but you don't want to sell the water bottle side of the brand, it's going to be really hard to do because the listings reside under that one thing." So I would be careful for the uh, for the reasons of what I just said, like it just overcomplicates things and it also makes it harder if you ever want to exit. And then a lot of times your energy is then spread out amongst those different, you know, those different assets that you're building or the, you know, the, the different web properties or just tax filing or whatever, right? It's split up. I would always recommend against that unless it's two completely separate businesses and you're going to treat them as such. But again, just keep in mind, if you're not, if you haven't reached the full potential on one of those, I would not, you know, again, that shiny object syndrome where you're like, oh, but this is such a great opportunity. This market's going to be great. And then you get sidetracked and then the other business takes a hit. It'd probably be better if you just focused on the one. But again, Kate, I don't know the the exact situation, so maybe we could jump on sometime. Um, so Kate, I didn't get your email. If you did want to message me, scott at theamazingseller.com, and I can hear a little bit more about this, and um, then from there I can see if maybe it makes sense for us to jump on, and maybe we, we record that call, and then I can post it as a podcast or a Facebook Live or something. Um, so uh, yeah, de- definitely uh, reach out to me and let me know more details so I can give a little bit more of a detailed answer. But from what I'm hearing, I'd say probably not. Um, I would keep it 
to one and then just have sub brands under the one because you did say that they are related. And if they are related, then I'd keep it under the one. I would just have different divisions. So if it's supplements, then it might be supplements for pets, supplements, uh, for, I don't know, uh, uh, what is it? Fitness, uh, you know, whatever, right. You would just break that up into different categories and those would be sub brands housed under the main brand. Um, that's probably how I would end up doing that. But anyway, hopefully that has been helpful or anyone that is listening that two, two big takeaways. If you have a brick and mortar, you should be selling online. If you're not, why, why are you not like do it? Like get those products up on Amazon first, then start building out your external assets, start building out your website, start getting that organic traffic and all of this stuff that I've been talking about here for the past uh, two years, pretty religiously and been preaching on. Um, and then the other part of this is, is if you have a business and you're thinking about starting another one or adding another, you know, brand, I would caution you and just say, listen, just think about it. Do you, or did you give the brand that you're building right now the most energy? Or maybe it just, maybe that's a business you want to phase out because it's not the the direction you want to go over the next five years. That's fine too. Then just start focusing on the other one more. Let the other one go a little bit. Um, If you want to try to balance them both because you think you can go for it, I wouldn't recommend it. That's just me Um, personally just saying like, I like one focus if at all possible. All right. So little reminder here. Brand Accelerator Live. If you have not grabbed your tickets, check it out. That's an event that we're putting on here at The Amazing Seller, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be high energy. It's going to be actionable content. You're going to walk away ready to take action and build your brand, and uh, you can find out more information by heading over to brandacceleratorlive.com or theamazingseller.com forward slash live. All right, guys, so that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.